Hello, and welcome to episode 55 of Spellcast. I'm your host, Courtney, and this is my co-host, Andriel. Greetings, friends. Tonight, we're going to take a break from the runic episodes, and we're going to get into uh, some things that were requested of us in regards to literally questions. <laughs> yes. Basic questions about magic and witchcraft. These, are, these were actual statistical questions that um, I suppose this will be good for... Good, it'll be good for beginners in certain cases, good for people who may listen to this that don't necessarily subscribe to any sort of magic or you know, uh, any of our, our general religious viewers that want to listen or learn something new or you know, outside of the, of the general scope of our particular podcast. And it's also probably going to be a good laugh for those of you who have been practicing for a long period of time or have been with us since the (laughs) beginning as some of these questions are (sighs) you've heard the phrase ask stupid questions get stupid answers well prepare for a little bit of that (laughs) (laughs) yeah so um i was uh surfing the web as they say and i came across some of these questions and i know people like wouldn't you be riding riding your broomstick through the web it seems a little Mm. Your web might be sticky. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Internet witches, right? I know there's technology witches, so... there's two puns them, because web, because spiders. (laughs) Ah, exactly. Um, So uh, a lot of people uh, appreciate when we do episodes that involve getting to know us a little bit more. And so this is going to be kind of like a 20 questions game, but for witchcraft. So it should be fun. 13 questions. Oh, yes. Yeah, well... Exactly, 13 questions, because we think we're funny. Well, if you, if, you don't, <laughs> if you don't know why 13 is important, you haven't been listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I don't... Did, did We did the um, Friday the 13th episode once, right, or no? I don't think we have yet. No, we think, haven't. We, definitely we, we haven't. should do I that the next Friday the 13th. That. You know what? There's all these ideas that swim through my head, and I forget what I do. Well, it's also sometimes... <laughs> you ever, like, dream something, but you thought it happened for real? Yeah, well, that's me all the time. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that would be great, and I literally do the whole episode in my head, and then I'm like... We didn't record that. We have to actually record that. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, so, we're going to go through these questions. Um, I will pros- like pose the question, and then we will respond to it. Uh, again, most of them are kind of silly. Uh, some of them will actually, you know, have some good information there. And whatever level you're at, like Andreal said, uh, we hope that you at least get some information or something entertaining out of it. So, <laughs> um Without further ado, oh, well, actually, you know what? I'm going to start by saying that I got this collection of questions. It, it's come from a couple websites, but the person that, like, has them all together is um, Joelle's Sacred Red Gro- uh, Joelle's Sacred Grove, sorry, dot com. So you can check them out there. Um, and thank you for compiling all of them because uh, this actually was one of the most efficient sites I saw with just questions that people have asked witches or practices of pagan- practitioners of paganism. We've went through a lot of different places and some questions repeat. So obviously the ones that were re- repetitive that weren't absolutely abysmal or didn't <laughs> invoke the sides of my humor that are super sarcastic to the point of <laughs> hatred. <laughs> Some of them are just, you know, they're ridiculous. I mean, in not such a funny way. Like, I'm um, very well aware that people asking these questions don't know a damn thing about what it is they're asking. Right, and you know what it is? Is That's fine in and of itself if you want to ask questions to learn things, but a lot, some of them were uh, a little bit, like, pointed in the fact that they were, like, looking to deface somebody or defame somebody and, uh, you know, 
the idea of witchcraft and paganism. Asking so those are rude. Antagonizing <laughs> questions. Yes, those are rude. Um, and if you guys have heard our Malleus Maleficarum episode, uh, which is funny and a little bit on the darker humor side, uh, then you will understand how ridiculous some of these things can be. So, the first question that we have here, in no particular order, by the way, uh, is, if I become a witch, will I be able to do all that cool stuff you see in movies and on TV? So if you've ever seen The Craft or Harry Potter, basically what we're talking about, um, and the short answer is um, that it's a little bit overdone, I guess you could say, in movies and TV. Like, it's not literal. You're not literally going to be so able to do some of that. But and entertainment are meant to be exaggerated, to be understood exactly. by the lowest common denominator, and to also convey the symbolism of what it is that's going on in the movie. You need the visual yes. representation to go along with it, so mm-hmm. some of the stuff that you will complete in Spellcraft isn't exactly visual like that. Like, you're not going to see... I mean, you might see sparks, depending on what you're doing, but generally, if you're doing you know, a a general spell for something, you're not always going to see sparks coming out of a wand or doing something like that like they do in Harry Potter, but they have to show you what the energy looks like more than just having people imagine it because it's just easier that way. At least in my opinion. Well, yes, well, so that's the... See, this is a a loaded question, is that... Okay, so the idea is that theoretically certain... These certain things can be attained, but it's not something like, oh... I just happen to have this. If people just happen to have that ability, there would be a lot more random explosions and random towns, would they not? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I mean, you do, people can have a natural gift for something, um, but it's not going to be super instantaneous. And I'm sorry, but no one's getting letters to Hogwarts, (laughs) which is sad. Trust me, I get it. (laughs) It's interesting because. You know, throughout it takes many, many, many years of practice, and and you also need to be driven in the right particular area. You need to develop every facet of your mind in every side of every liberal art and understand what it means magically, mathematically, scientifically. Mm-hmm. Magic, and I, and I think we'll, we'll probably end up saying this in another question if, if I've reviewed our focal points correctly, is... Uh, magic is the science of art and the art of science. You know, much the same definition could be said for something as though like alchemy or yep. like the understanding of things like hermetics. So- and that's like with, why with herbalism and stuff. I mean, honestly, in Harry Potter, I think the more realistic things, I, if I'm remembering correctly, because I haven't seen the first one in a long time, when they have um, herbology, the herbology class. class, that is close because you can make tinctures and potions. You can do those things. It just nobody's gonna. Uh, poof in a like a puff of smoke and turn into a rat or anything. Um, well, plus, so. <laughs> listen, uh, of all the tales, you know, we've talked about cryptids and secret societies and all sorts of things. Is that if um, wherever that stuff may or may not be, may or may not be happening. Oh, sorry, we had a brief. Yes, we had a brief distraction for a brief moment. Sorry about that, friends. So uh, the idea is, wherever this may or may not be happening, why would it be happening out in the open? There is something to be said about the secrecy of the arcane arts and understanding uh, what needs to be done. I mean, there's there's as much politics in the world of magic as there is in uh, the worlds of what the Scadians call mundania. Yes. And I think it's also uh, important to note that, like you said, I mean, like with ritual magic and certain types of things, you have to be in tune to and practice higher magic to obtain some of those more, I guess, fleshier things. 
you would say. Um, and then, of course, there's a matter of opinion in what people practice. So I feel like there's no completely, like, definite yes or no. Um, and actually... To the, to the general... To the general... Un- understanding to to the general populace no you probably won't attain anything like this if you have a linear understanding of it yeah but yeah. in a long-term question yes there are certainly plenty of things that can be done but magic is not always what it seems to be exactly it's not going to be i think as straightforward as most people would expect and also the fact it's really rare that it's actually visual you have to yes. unless you're working with it's physical unless you're working with physical mediums True. Unless, and also if you're becoming a channel for something, you're not necessarily creating anything because as the old science axiom goes, energy is neither created nor destroyed. Mm-hmm. You're more so becoming a channel for certain things. And that's, that's a big thing that you want to keep in mind when you're studying uh, these ideas and mm-hmm. these practices. And there's many different types of, of magic. Uh, earthier forms of magic tend to resonate in the earthier sides a little bit more, but they can, if left unchecked, can drive you mad, or they can put you in a particular position. They can, at times, make you um, amoral. Um, they, if Again, if left unchecked, there are... Yeah. I now, mean, I've, again, we I always practi- say gray area and everything. Well, so. yes, but, but that's the thing, is that there's no such thing as white or black magic, and isn't... I, like, strictly. W- I, that'll come up later, I'm sure, because yes. it always does. So, yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> That's the question d- one. I think we answered question one. <laughs> I, I think I, I think we po- Socratically let's pose more questions out of these questions is like this isn't necessarily the question you should be asking. You should be asking questions that are far more elaborate. Yes, though. I understand why, because I mean, who doesn't want to shoot energy like streams out of a wand? It would be cool. <laughs> well, I mean, well, theoretically, by the visualization process, oh, you do, magic, but <laughs> well, you're doing that is just the fact that if it's if the way it's, it looks on TV, the way it is looks not on television, it's, like it's definitely not going to look like it is on TV. If you're trying to like that, could be a good visualization process you could use oh, if that's definitely. what can help you during your process. Yeah. Uh, oh, for sure. Just, I mean, if you want to imagine that you're doing something like in Harry Potter, that would be perfect because that is what's going to happen. You just might not quite see it like that and the timing it takes to take affect might oh yeah might a lot of those things longer. on tv are more instantaneous than is actually what usually happens yes it's really you know again it's it's more of a rarity because if it wasn't listen if, it's, if it wasn't a rarity and if magic didn't have innate self-defense uh you know of keeping ignorant people away we would have a lot more people abusing these things usually people mm. usually people that abuse magic often end up destroying themselves more than anybody else mm-hmm yeah, if you've ever seen the craft, there's a very good ex- like very good description, and you'll see exactly how that can happen uh, because Nancy definitely implodes. Well, though we will say that um, you know, so referencing the craft, I mean, we did didn't we have a friend who basically tried to replicate one of the spells? Yes, that as was, a small child, not realizing what she was doing, and didn't she like cause? Didn't she like cause the electricity to kind of? Yeah, her lights flickered. She did one of the spells, and her lights flickered, and then she wasn't sure if there was like a portal before that. But she definitely recognized a portal after that, that there was a little girl that would, like, walk through her brother's room and just, like, seem to be in, like, a weird loop and, like, appear and disappear. So almost like she was coming out of a portal and then going back into one. Um, and she was little, so she didn't know, you know, I mean, because who doesn't want to do this cool stuff when you're little? I mean, we've all seen Matilda, too, and then try to move stuff with our mind. So, um... Well, different people are, have better predispositions to other things. But. Exactly. But, like, so she didn't really realize what she was doing, and, um, the craft actually includes a lot of real spells, or at least it's inspired by a lot of actual spell work and, um, 
Wicca practices and different kinds of uh, forms of witchcraft. So she probably used a real spell and didn't realize it or something very close to it and, you know, affected something around her. So uh, definitely be careful. That's actually a good warning to say with this question is if you're looking to do something like in the movies, I would be really careful because if they did do their research and it is a real spell, you want to know what you're doing. Plus, Plus you need a circle. Plus, there's, there's nothing. You want to piss off the deities? Use them like tools. If you oh, want, if you yes. want to piss them off, do that. Well, it's like you, friends. You, if you, you want, don't ask yeah. your friend. You don't tell your friend to do something for you. You ask them if they can. So we strongly recommend not doing that. But if you want to see how fast you can go to hell in a handbasket, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, by all means, <laughs> just stay the hell away from us. Huh? Just be careful. <laughs> if you give if you give this practice a bad name, you earn. Uh, What's the opposite of a gold star of approval? Um, oh, I don't know. A big thumbs down yeah. from us. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds scary. No. Uh, that sounds very disapproving. You get a disapproving stare. All right. Now, that was one of the more tame questions that seemed like it could have still been lighthearted. It's going to go. For those of you who have it's watched. all downhill TF- from here. Yeah, I was about to say. I was, if you watch TFS The Bridge, it's about to go all downhill from here. <laughs> <laughs> So the second question is, is Wicca a cult? As in, like, the family Charles Manson cult, not occult. Because, yes, but no to the actual cult part. <laughs> okay, so obviously the way that people are asking that, they're yes, they're, they're asking it in a way that implies, is it this drink the Kool-Aid and you'll be in space sort or, of... Or, what is it? It's not Kool-Aid, it's flavor well, Flavor-Aid, Sorry. yeah, well, flavor-Aid True is crumble. Kool-Aid, yeah. <laughs> it's basically yes, the same it, thing. Charles Manson... You know, all these crazy people. Jim Jones. Jim Jones. Uh, it's not... So, it's not no, that. Wicca, no paganism. Like, none of it is a is a cult in that sense. But here's the thing. The word cult, cult literally just means a group of religious people. That's all it is. Technically, Christianity is a cult. Yeah. Judaism is a cult. Uh, it, uh, any major world religion is, in fact, a cult. And then it's that's why... The colloquial term of cult is a thing because they disguise themselves under a religion most of the time. So, um, you know, the fact that that kind of terminology is out there nowadays, I think that's more where it came from. Uh, so, no, people that are Wiccan are not, at least generally, in a cult. There could be cults based on pro- the religion, just cults, like there's cults yeah. based on Christianity that aren't actual, like, true practitioners of that religion so it's possible and if anyone knows of somebody that is in one escaped one or knows about one i would still be interested in hearing about it a cult in particular is a religious veneration and devotion toward a particular figure or a particular religious subject usually like cults are more so devoted toward like singular entities or singular yes. ideas yeah, you um, would say, as like, opposed the cult to, of Athena. Yeah. Because, like, you're only focusing on her or something. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they have even cults that are of specific monikers of deities, like the cult of Venus Vanicordia. Yes, yes. So. And uh, so, no, most of the time, uh, Wiccans, I mean, but some of them might... might... For the wise asses asking that question, <laughs> no, it's not It's not any more of a cult than, uh, than a church you may attend every day. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, no, in, in Wicca, people do 
worship multiple deities. Sometimes they just focus on a goddess or god if they want. God and goddess, they just do divine archetypes. It really kind of depends on. It really kind of depends on the practice, you know. Yeah. There's oh, exactly. Gardnerian Wicca. There's 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 different types of Wicca. Yeah. So no, they're not crazy people running around in a cult drinking yeah. flavor aid and there's, uh, yeah, trying also, to murder also people. Paganism. You know, people often confuse witches and Wiccans to be synonymous, and it's just like all Wiccans are witches, but not all witches are Wiccan. Exactly. Uh, and I think that because this is a terminology that is now widely used, people are just kind of aligning it with witchcraft, and that's why things are directed with this name, which people might have not known that they meant something else. Um, all right, so pretty easy question, sort of. Uh, the third one is, is witchcraft a religion? So, similar vein. Okay, so, again, a religion is also basically a cult. So, if you are practicing witchcraft that doesn't necessarily like you can be a solo practitioner so and you can be a non-religious witch you yes. could just be practicing things that are more earthy you could be practicing things that you know i mean you're helping other people and you're doing things but you might not be devoted to a certain Wh- entity or deity witchcraft okay so why don't we listen for the rest of these questions why don't <laughs> we why don't we define the term witch Witch is an old english well, word just be careful don't google it because last time i googled it it got real weird. And yes. No, yeah, so yeah, so you yeah, so be aware about this that Google still has a negative connotation of it this. It does. I got places. really upset. Yes. <laughs> Actually. The word the word witch comes from old English. And uh, old English the witch the witcha which uh, just means much like visad in German which these words are very close simply meant wise one. Um, yes. Much like a universal a, a universal understanding of the word mage or magus. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a though, though uh, romance language tends to be more multifaceted and has multiple definitions that ally together as opposed to the pinpointing sides of the more Germanic languages. Um, there's different elements in each. But it simply just means wise one, you know, wise one, uh, you know, and wise one implied being well-versed with things that were occult, things that were mm-hmm. psychic, things that were otherworldly. So technically you could argue anyone that is wise that does anything occult-related, you could probably address as a witch, but like, you know, it, it depends on how it is you wish to be addressed mm-hmm. and uh and that's a personal thing yeah. so i would say so, just like anything else ask somebody what they prefer to be called what they uh practice and what they believe in and then go from there it's also easier to say you're a witch than a magical practitioner it also depends on the the picture that it is you're trying to paint i mean there are True. plenty of different when you think of a witch the first thing that tends to come to the mind is the pointy hats and the and the long and, and the, the long black face. well the green face and the long the long black clothing Whereas when you type the word, you know, well, not type, when you think of the word mage, uh, people tend to think of, you know, the fantasy connotation, you know, the mm-hmm. robes, sometimes the big... The starry the robe big, and the pointy hair. Yeah, the, the, well, the, yeah, the difference would have... Well, that's what you think when you think of a visod. When you think of a mage, oh, it's yeah. more like robes with, like, hoods and stuff like oh, that. Yep, 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 yep. Um, when you think of a mambo or a ugan, you, you know, you tend to obviously those have to do with, uh, with voodoo, or voodoo, as it's no more contemporarily. Uh, you tend to think of uh, little uh, little amounts of clothing and certain amounts of uh, of primal looking jewelry, and mm-hmm. um, a big one is uh, the type of masks that are usually attributed to witch doctors. Which witch doctors and ugan and mambo are not necessarily the same thing, and right. people people tend to elide all these ethnic groups of people together mm-hmm. simply by the color of their skin, and, and that's a, that's kind of a it's a <laughs> recipe for misappropriation uh, at the very least and uh, racism at the very most. So yeah. we, we strongly advise against that. Exactly. Uh, and 
just to kind of put that out there too, I mean, most people are willing to ask, willing to answer questions about what they believe in. So again, these questions could have come from good intentions. Some of them definitely don't sound like they do, but if you're wondering about something, ask someone that's a practitioner of whatever they are. I'm sure Mm -hmm. they'd be happy to answer any questions and explain to you what they do. And it doesn't mean you have to believe it or it doesn't mean that you have to start practicing it, but it's good to know and and just, you know, broaden your horizons. So, I mean, witchcraft, the term witchcraft can be used interchangeably with a a practitioner of magic or magic practice or just magic simply. So that itself is not a religion. Yeah, so magic in and of itself, magic is is an energy. Mm -hmm. It's it's spiritual power. It's you know divine divine influence. So So, magic work is not a religion. There are there are religions centered around magic, but magic itself is not a religion. Exactly. Good. That was effective. Good answer there. Uh let's see. Question number four. Uh is there really a Wiccan Bible? Okay, so, all right, so let's understand the word real fast. Bible, Biblios, it goes from, we're going back to, you know, Greek and Latin and the original words. Bible, obviously, just, it's just it just means book. So the Bible is literally just the book. <laughs> That's why they call it. So technically, you could say anything is a Bible. There are certainly, there are plenty of uh, uh, specifically Wiccan authors that write something called the Wiccan Bible or the witch's bible there's so many books you can look up there's mm-hmm. the crystal bible they just call these things the bible it's just it's a good marketing technique to sell books yeah yeah it's, become, right? a, it's become a big term now it's um, yeah so i um there's not necessarily uh, i suppose if you read the the books of the original founders of the religion so you think gerald gardner i think if you go into any particular founder of anything there is a particular book which has codes of conduct and tell uh, symbology and mm-hmm. mythos. So if but, that's what you're looking for, and that's what you're thinking of with a Bible, then yeah, it's something. But there's not. It's not as established. I think. I think we have a a danger of comparing every religion and every spirituality the same. That they have the same guidelines, the same understandings, mm-hmm. and the same things in the exact same place. And that's not really how this works. Yeah. So no. and so, I would advise against looking at comparing these things like that. Don't compare them linearly. Don't compare them side by side. Compare them in where it is they relate versus where they differ, depending on the subject in which is asked. Yes. The subject which is questioned. Excuse me, that was better English. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that kind of definitely answers that. And if you guys do have any of those books, or you've read them, or you'd like to, I mean, definitely pick them up. See what they have to offer. Uh, now, the fifth question would be, how do I become a witch? Uh, so if ever there was a loaded question. <laughs> uh, say you're a witch. <laughs> no, I get it. There's just so many things. I yeah, mean, how to become one? You just uh, read. You can ask someone. Yeah, you can yeah, follow yeah. A, a master. You can do work yourself. I mean, do the practical work and just kind of keep practicing and get better at it. Ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find. This is like, it's like, how do you become a witch? How do you become a Christian? Like, it's how yeah, do you, beca- you how do you become anything? And you, you go from there. I mean, and there's all different types. Um, again, don't let things keep you in one, like, a, a box. So if you, if you like or magic and you like things like that you can be a green witch but i would say don't let that limit you you can of course look into crystals and look into higher magic and watch that you don't have a specific that's a a good point on your part you can start there but don't feel limited to it watch where you limit watch where you have a cookie cutter idea of something because Mm -hmm. where you limit yourself you'll you'll curse yourself exactly um and of course if you'd like to become a witch or practice any sort of witchcraft you can 
ask us. <laughs> yes, I mean, yeah, we we do. We're here for you. We teach very often. Yes. If at the you and know, we'll start. We'll start slow. Don't worry. We mm. won't overwhelm anybody. We also want to invite as many people as possible, as we know that many people trying to get their life together don't exactly have monetary funds. There is certainly mm. we get a, that. Yeah, there's certainly a sometimes I just take like offerings of like keys or like candles or yeah, sage, we barter. Palo Santa. We, got a barter system. we have, certainly have a don't barter feel system. Pressured. You know, the old axiom goes: if you're going to visit a witch's house, bring. Bring food, bring drink, bring bring magic, bring tobacco, bring an offering, bring sex, or bring death. So that's, ask us first because we'll, we're going to choose. Yeah, no, <laughs> there's definitely uh, you know we'll choose what we like. <laughs> um, so yeah, that that was pretty straightforward. If you're gonna if you're gonna try to bring death, you know, buyer beware. <laughs> yeah. Also, I don't like gifts of dead animals. Um, oh, yeah, as much not? as I love kitty cats, and uh, even if my if a cat that I had brought me that, I would appreciate it because it thinks that I need it. No, but at for, the same time, I'm not about that. For all you Godfather buffs, so yes, I, uh, uh, no, I I'm a I'm a fa- yeah I'm a fan of Sicilian signs, but uh, only when I'm the one giving them. Understand? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe don't bring dead things unless it's food, because technically food is a dead thing that's cooked. No, so. so I'm all about the food. Yeah. Uh, we take that. Um, so the sixth question is. A big whopper of a question. Gotta love these ones. Oh yeah. This, Do witches this worship the devil? Ah, uh, <laughs> I suppose if a witch believed in the devil, they could. Technically. They could technically, but most don't believe in a devil. The devil is a very Christian concept. Yes, and I think that's where a lot of the problem comes from. People also have allied a lot of horned deities with the devil, and yes. it's first of all that's incredibly annoying and that's incredibly patronizing. And the poor goaties, because goaties don't have to be bad; they're adorable. Much like goats, wolves, snakes, cats, foxes. Look in lore of existence of animals. The lore, they, there are certain animals that have exclusive good connotations, and there are certain ones that have exclusive bad connotations. The ones that are down the middle are usually the most occult ones. Mm-hmm. The ones that usually have a depending on the portrayal. Of course, it's in a sheep a, a sheep's nature to be afraid of a wolf. Yeah, well, All right. nature. Some mm-hmm. things. They know what's up. Yeah, that's just nature. So yeah, they're a prey animal. I mean, you know, they got to be aware of these things. Um, but also, if it makes you feel any better, my dog and my rabbit get along just fine, and I have a beagle, and that's what they do, is hunt. <laughs> the concept of Satan is very, is very interesting, to say the very least. Some people allowed Lucifer with Satan. Um, I, I've, of all the reading I've done, I've really seen no consistencies mm-hmm. between those ideas. Satan isn't even one of the original goetic demons in the book of, in the, the books of Solomon, so. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, again, I mean, it's, it's a two- you could have two different answers to that, but mostly no, because most witches don't believe in a devil. And there's again, a, if it's a, a Christian contemporary movement of, of Satanism, some people just use Satan as a sign. But yeah, and and again, I mean, that's it. Also, just because something is heavily in the media doesn't mean that that's most people, which I'm sure we all know. We, um, we don't we don't work with Satan. No, um, definitely Lucifer not. contacts every so often, but it's I haven't I have yet to even work with Lucifer. So yeah, no, it's just not. Uh, not something I've been called to do, um, but again, I mean, you tend to follow more of a, of a, you follow a very different path from me. Yeah. So I mean, like <laughs> though we work together very often, I, I have many different interests. But yeah, I this think- goes back to the idea that there's a difference between there, there's no difference between white and black magic. Really, it's just words that people who don't really talk about the facets of what this is the re- that's why Arthur Edward Waite when he wrote his book on black magic was just like 
There's no such thing as black or white magic. It's just I did this to you know. It's a it's a, it's a deterrent to ignorant people, and it's also it's a it's a way to uh, to define sharp lines between magic that is easier or magic that is simpler or magic that is um, that tends to have more of a savory effect versus magic that really has no bounds as to what it is it can do and how it is it will affect things. Yeah, yeah. So um, you know, and, and it's all about intention, like we always say. Uh, so this normally just comes from people that again are kind of putting a, a label on something and, and putting their own ideas into something. So, you know, while certain religions might believe in a devil, it it just is, again, all of that whole thing about witches being evil or doing something wrong. And that's a really, that's a very heavy question that's very complicated and goes back a long time in history. So to unravel that, we might need our own podcast just for something like that with the history aspect. A Q&A, if you will. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, alrighty. So uh, with six, uh, I think we will stop here, as good as number as any, to uh, be right back with the rest of our 13 questions. All right, and we're back to answer more questions. So, on to question number seven. Do all witches practice their religion the same way? That's a hard no. <laughs> <laughs> well, we I feel like, do all, does, any, does any religion practice all their religion in the same way? No, it's a very personal thing. Spirituality yeah. is a very personal thing. Um, and again, again, don't feel pressured to do it the way somebody else does it. You have to do it the way that you feel and resonates with you. So, yeah, and also understand why, if you want to really go further, understand why it is you feel called to do a certain thing in the first place. Uh, it could be good things or it could be things that you need to work on, and mm-hmm. which we've spoken about before. Recall that there are some things that the world may be affecting you with. There probably are a lot of reasons that are mostly innocent. But sometimes if you get to the core of who you are, it might be just because it's your problem that you need to fix. Mm. And that's it. So, so that was brief. Yeah. Um, the next one is... Do witches practice black magic and sacrifice animals? Okay, well, (laughs) do all of them? No. Do most of them? No. Especially in this day and age. But do people still do that? Again, we define what black magic and white magic, that there really is, like, no difference. But so that's that in and of itself... Um, we can't kind say of, definitively that nobody does because yeah. I really don't know what it is. Some people, some people does. also still define those those differences. So yeah, um, I mean, some people could have the intention of doing things say that witch, they think are evil. To but. say witches as a whole, no. To say do some witches do? Yes, certainly. And also, I would, I would watch vilifying animal sacrifice altogether, especially um, for those uh, for those viewers who still eat meat. Is that like? Especially if you think understand things like kosher or halal food, is that those animals are actually sacrificed in a religious way, and they are blessed in a religious way. So yeah, so we don't mean animal sacrifices and like torturing anything. No, just to it, be clear. Yes, it's just ritualistically killing something for food and sustenance, much like. A Native American aspect, I think, is relatable. Scientists Appreciating have, what it is is giving its life for you. Not sa- just to be clear, there's there's no there's more no re- animals are harmed re- in the making of this there's podcast. A, there's <laughs> more records of scientists harming or putting animals in a borderline torture situation yes. than there are magic users. Yes, and I again by record, so. and I have a beagle, so don't get me started on that. Yes, 
but um so and a lot of okay so a lot of animal plus also animal sacrifice tends to usually when people sacrifice animals they're tending to feed a whole like congregation of people that's usually what's happening some places in the world don't get to eat meat or don't get to eat much of anything throughout the year and usually the the celebrations are also you know the magic is also very much related to simply just feeding a group of people yeah so i've watched doing that because forcing an idea of oh this is always bad no matter what that is a promotion of an an ableist way of thinking and it is also it's also incredibly patronizing and it, I believe rides the line of racism. Yeah, because you, it also shows you, a gross understanding. Like you can't misunderstanding. Yeah, it, it's not there. There's a lot of stuff here. If we could talk, we could talk the morals of the world of magic and the morals of the world. These these things are not necessarily translatable if you go to other places in the world or even in other practices. So um, people like think sacrifice like oh like the biggest thing we think of is just like you know some people they think a chicken and they just like chop its head off and it's just you know they're bleeding it over like yeah, something and it's and- definitely not like in the movies like witches don't sacrifice animals in the movies like when they like rip like when intestines do- out yeah. or like do crazy truth, stuff truth like be told, that most people tend to offer animals uh, the respect the, the respect that they deserve in regards to their body when they're using certain things but it's the the question is has a a lot of variables to it but it again it's we need to get our head out of the gutter when we're asking these questions yes so and of course again just to super super clarify is no we don't kill animals for fun it's basically if that's what sacrifice means to you then no i think people (laughs) or we just did you just do it for the for the magic it's like no nine times out of ten if you're killing something like you're using something else after it yeah and of course it's very specific situations and it's not like you see in movies or any sort of media plus every deity that has ever existed has had something sacrificed to it Mm -hmm. the the christian Christian yahweh has a well the christian the judeo-christian yahweh has literally a bunch of types of sacrifices there are a bunch of types of offerings there's sin offerings there's trespass offerings there's in heave heave offerings i believe i I might be pronouncing that wrong um there are so there are special day offerings there's it's a wonder that anyone had any food at all to eat anything it was just and there was very specific things that went to god that didn't that went to yahweh that didn't necessarily go to the people like people weren't really supposed to eat the fat of the blood the fat of the blood he took yeah so but you ate the meat and there's so much like again read the bible and then compare it to everything else these things are not that that separate folks Mm -hmm. um now, the next question is, uh, why do you use satanic symbols if you don't worship Satan? This one is incredibly patronizing. <laughs> it and is. For, well, first of all, the there Bible. is no record in the Bible of what quote-unquote satanic symbols look like. Um, I, oh, the only satanic symbols I think exists are ones that have very been very clearly defined as uh, working with Satan, a pentacle straight up or down doesn't mean any that on its own doesn't have anything to do with Satan. Doesn't have anything to do with that. So we can like dispense with that nonsense altogether. Yes. Um, so, and in fact, most of it's just, uh, 
just math. So I'm very well aware that the people asking these questions also did terrible in math. <laughs> so mm, geometry They're probably in particular. A lot of things. Yes. Um, so yeah, no, a very, very patronizing yes. question. <laughs> that's a very, that's, a, that's like, are, are you kidding me? It's like, it's like, why do you? I said, why do I use satanic symbols? Why do you use stupid symbols on your stupid... I don't know. I, just, <laughs> I, I don't know. We don't, it's, actually. There's, yeah. your, there's your answers. We, we don't. It's, uh, we definitely don't. And plus, I mean, I don't even like to use the word worship. I serve entities. Even though servitude and um, worship, some people say ride the same lines by definition, there are slight differences. And I, I'd argue that it's serve and you shall be served. But worship implies this... Blind, this, like this. Well, this blind and also worship at the expense of yourself. Like yeah, you're this, like you're this that. tool or pawn. And I don't, yeah, I don't really see it that way. I serve things. I serve people. Um, I serve, and you shall be served. You can only receive as much as it is that you will give. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's 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 much. That's there's so much. That there, first of all, there are only a few symbols that people are like. Yeah, no, this just means Satan. It's just like okay, but. Uh, most of these terms, satanic symbols, were just people who didn't know a damn thing about anything labeling these things because they weren't exclusively Christian. So, exactly. again, dispense with the ignorance. Read a book. Read a book. Read a book. Ask questions. <laughs> again, talk to your local witch. Um, now, the next question is, are witches only women? Well, uh, I'm a dude. <laughs> So, I guess that answers that question. There we go. Which is a gender-neutral term. Some people like to use the word warlock, even though that's a Scottish word. That means oath-breaker, technically. It's, you know, you use whatever you want. There, there are modern connotations of words, and things can certainly uh, um, change. But people also need to understand, like, where it is the primal... Like, in the primal essence of every letter and how every letter goes into a word. Every word is a math problem. This is You have to study things, and this will be a future episode of us. You have to study the four classical liberal arts of number, geometry... Um, music and cosmology and how they all go together and why does it make mm-hmm. sense things that Pythagoras the Chaldeans uh, um, Archimedes Aristotle and many scientists and uh, from all throughout the ages have studied the quadrivium it's uh, you have to understand like okay well you pick these words they've had other connotations throughout but at the same time words also mean what it is you want them to mean so it, it's kind of one could argue that semantics uh, in a general sense but in a in a more specific sense it it really depends. Just, you know, but, but approach everything with a grain of salt and, and a degree of caution. Yeah. And uh, so the term witch has no gender. So yes. whatever gender you are, do you. I tend to <laughs> not. I mean, sometimes I call myself a witch, but uh, I tend to call myself a mage more than anything else. Yeah. A and magic hey. user. So whatever works for you, right? Um, uh, so, yeah, no. Do whatever you want. Uh, and you can learn. Again, nothing is limited by by gender or whatever norms technically quote-unquote there are out there uh next would be (laughs) i like this one how do witches view children as livestock what kind of stupid (laughs) question is that delicious with salt and pepper yeah i guess how do Uh, witches view children um in my experience witches tend to be some of the best people with children i've ever seen so of course because you have that childlike sense of wonder that connection to nature i mean we if tend to could, that, mentally, you probably relate more to a child at times than you would yeah, to most because, people in this disenchanted reality. Because children are honest, and children they have such gifts that it's so easy to connect with them because they don't have that fear that's like placed in them as an adult. So they are open to so many things, and they're so they're just so fun to like teach and be around and learn from. Uh, so 
that definitely comes from someone that thinks that like fairy tales are real and witches eat children, which we don't. <laughs> I mean, I suppose there are probably some out there that do that that are real rare, but uh, that would be called a serial killer and a cannibal, yeah, no, and that's definitely th- not I, a. Yeah, I don't think it's. I don't think it's so much of a Please question. Don't call yourself if a witch. <laughs> if they're, I don't think it's a question of if they're a witch so much as there. I mean, there have been plenty of cannibals in every religion, so I mean, that's not. Uh, that just means that um, you're sick. Yeah, you got some, yep. some issues, You I got guess. some issues you need to work out. I don't know. And um, please don't eat other humans. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for coming to our TED Talk. <laughs> um, so the 12th question, uh, this one's interesting, uh, and no it was very worded. conversationally worded, so I'm assuming it was some kind of forum that this one was uh, written towards. Yeah. And I quote, well, well okay. Okay, okay, so if Wicca (laughs) and witchcraft are not evil, why do you hold rituals and ceremonies at night hidden in the woods? Okay, have you never been to any sort of ceremony at night that wasn't related to anything witch-related? Have you been? There are plenty of... Bonfires? There are plenty of... First, there are plenty of... Literally every spirituality I have ever seen does stuff at night as well as during the day. First also, all, yeah, candlelit vigils. Mm-hmm. Also, the reason that people are hidden is because people like this that are asking this question, These stupid questions, they kill people like yeah. us, or, or they hurt people like people, us, or they give a bad name, and or they bring the property value for down for some stupid reason. And I don't want to deal with your crazy ass coming and trying to ruin my fun. Yeah. So that's plus, why. Well, I mean, different, and plus magic can be invoked, like like daytime has different energy than nighttime. The moon being out versus the sun. There's a, there's a wide variety of questions that can <sighs> arise from this. Again, I think this person is asking the wrong questions. I think that we are thinking too linearly. I think we're thinking on too, like on a one-dimensional uh, perspective. Yes, so... Plus the woods is... Uh, why do you do things in the woods? Because, it's, you know, nature is silent. I don't have to hear or see polluted light. I don't have to... Mm-hmm. It's easier to get closer to certain things. Yeah, and it's beautiful. Who doesn't want to go into the woods at night or mm-hmm. outside? It's beautiful. And it's good. Again, you can connect to nature. First of all... And you can do wonderful all, work. The, the original... Like, original Christians, to avoid persecution... Again, that's the thing. It's to avoid... catacombs. Yeah, the catacombs. Like, they, they served wine like next to a bunch of corpses so the first christians were pretty metal so <laughs> i think they i think we need to go back to our roots there in that regard i mean mm-hmm. we've been to the catacombs and they are pretty metal they are so pretty, yeah, pretty um and now our 13th and final question for today and if you guys did like this fun q a thing please let us know i would love to look up more questions or use yours feel free to email us uh so the 13th question is how can i find a teacher well, you can certainly contact us, We're and here for you. yeah, if you don't want to necessarily learn from us, we can certainly point you in the direction of someone. As we have various connections from people all across this country and in Europe. Yeah, with all different so, skills. So if, if again, we can't help you, if we can hopefully find someone that can. Find someone that can. It really depends on what it is uh, you want to do. But look, but take everything with a grain of salt. If someone's asking you for an obscene amount of money, you should probably give them a wide berth. Yes, which um, we will not do. Again, we most like people, food. Yeah, most uh, no, I'm just kidding. We don't really. We don't need anything from you. We were happy to help. But <laughs> we're, we're certainly happy to help, but also realize that everything does come at a price. And the fact that we've spent all this time to put in 
these kind of things, you should have some sort of respect. Like you wouldn't, it's you like wouldn't. If you're not going to walk into a school demanding someone teach you a standard subject, you shouldn't do it with magic. In fact, I tend to, I find that a little bit more patronizing and more insulting because this, this knowledge is arcane. Yeah, and it takes a lot of work. It's like any other skill trade. Um, right. to be I know fair, people have a bastardized view of money nowadays, but as a Torian, I tend to view it more as well. I put my time, my that time in my life, into making this thing that can be used as an exchange for something. If you waste my time, or you waste my money, or you belittle what it is you feel I'm worth, I'm going to take that as you're wasting my time, and that's the most insulting thing you can do to me. Which so don't, I don't do it. I don't know why somebody would do that if they wanted to learn something from you anyway. It would already automatically, I would think, imply that they appreciate what it is you know. Plus, like a bunch of you are taking out like fifty thousand dollar loans to like learn how to do I don't know something but it's not <laughs> like people uh, people that um that do spend a lot of money on things that maybe don't forward have them go forward in life um not not pointed you sorry just to clarify <laughs> definitely didn't mean like a, anyone specifically listening just a general you that some people do spend lots of money on things that don't really have a positive effect on their life or kind of move them forward in any sort of way so, uh, again, always up to you. Uh, but yeah, no, finding a teacher. Um, also, you can be your own teacher. There's nothing saying that you can't read books. You can't go out and find the information yourself if you want clarification or you want, you know, you just want to bounce something off someone or even just talk about it. I mean, that's that's learning, you know. And good teachers are also learners. You know, they're also good students. Good teachers are good students. You're going to sit there and appreciate things. And again, we don't know everything we don't so you know we we would love to help you but we're not going to pretend to know everything and we're for sure not going to take advantage watch of you in any way shape or form everything. like well, yes. you gotta watch them and that's why i'm saying that is we do not know everything and we will never claim to know everything um so watch out for people that charge you exorbitant amount of money watch out for people that claim that they know everything um which i'm sure you guys are you know you're aware of that um but just always be careful when, when seeking out a teacher. Do your research. Use your intuition. Um, yeah, but we, we would be happy to help in any way that we can. And, you know, again, exchanging energy. That's really what it is. And that's honestly what money is at the end of the day, is exchanging resources. So we can always work something out, and we will absolutely love to help you. Um, so that concludes our 13 questions about witchcraft and various things. I think it was a good roller coaster ride of interesting questions we had serious ones we had really ridiculous ones we had things we can make jokes out of so i think we did good all together um like i said if you guys enjoyed this episode and you like to hear more of them please let us know on any of our social medias you can find us on twitter at spellcast pod you can find us on facebook there's a page and a group called spellcast podcast make sure to like and join the group or make sure you're uh joining the group and um you know, when you do, I finally have it off of hidden. So now we're just private again. So you can definitely ask to be a part of it. Just let us know. Uh, answer the questions, please, because I like to um, know that people are going to follow rules. You know, we want to have a good, positive community. I also want to know if you guys heard us from the podcast or how you found us. Um, so if you like the page and you want to tell us on the page or, you know, if you want to join the group, just be sure to answer the questions. So... I know that, um, you know, there's going to be productive members in the group. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram at witchy page. Uh, you can also email us witchy page at gmail.com. If you'd like to submit your own questions, 
if you'd like to do something else for a listener episode again we'd love to have another like kind of spooky paranormal one so if you have cool instances about spells you did witchcraft you can remain anonymous as well even if we know you you can request to remain anonymous for the podcast we will just give you a random name or not say one at all um and if you want to put in your own alias that's cool too uh otherwise we'll make one up for you um and let's see you can also join us on patreon and join our online coven patreon.com forward slash spellcast we have really cool stuff on there uh there's free tower readings pendulum readings uh one of the tiers even has um your own personal spell casted by both of us that's fun uh and there's also bonus content on there so um speaking of bonus content you as a patreon member will also have access to a private facebook group for our coven you will have access to a snapchat group for our coven and an instagram group chat for our coven so those are all really fun uh and please you know we welcome you to do anything you'd love to do uh and if you want to help us but you cannot donate any material funds totally fine no problem at all just share us on social media tell a friend um you can just retweet stuff on twitter literally anything is wonderful and helpful uh and also uh if anyone did not listen i think i had it in the last episode as an announcement but just in case we are now part of straight up strange productions and you can find us on their website you can also find us on twitter uh with them and instagram as well we are really happy to be part of that family and we are so excited to be with a bunch of other really cool spooky paranormal amazing folks uh and we look forward to working with them we are working on a bunch of really cool extra things with them as well um so when those things are announced we will definitely let you know uh and if you guys would like we do have merch available we have spellcast stickers as well as buttons um and if you want to purchase those you can just reach out to me and we will work that out because i do not have a store platform online for you right now uh but we can either arrange for you to buy it through etsy or we can just do venmo paypal anything like that we'll figure it out uh but they are available for sale so if you want to get those as well uh we'd love to see you guys repping and hopefully then you would take a picture and let us know what you put the sticker on or where you have the button because we'd love to see that so thank you to all of our listeners for being here thank you for anyone that's been here from the beginning anyone that's been here since right this moment uh we really appreciate all the time you put in and to put in this many hours to something is crazy (laughs) for a whole whole year um a lot of our episodes are an hour or more and so um this has been a wonderful journey so far and we really look forward to continuing it and to getting to know you guys more thank you for everyone that leaves a review on iTunes or literally anywhere, even if it's just on social media, even if you tell us personally. Thank you so much. Um, And if you want to rate and review us on iTunes, it is really helpful. Um, That bad review made me sad because it went us down to 4.5, and I know that we're better than that, but it's okay. Uh, So if you want to leave a review and help us. (laughs) Still invited that person. Evidently, they don't have a mind to sit down and actually talk and discuss constructive so. criticism is appreciated don't feel afraid we would love that yeah, um it's, it's and not, it's yeah, if, we want to discuss things we want to talk to you guys we want to be better so you know let us know how we can improve what you want to hear what is good for you um also not for nothing if you think you could do better why don't you do something huh <laughs> Ooh, 
spicy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but- <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sorry. There's a, to, okay, so here's, here's the best magical thing I'm ever going to tell you, friends. Um, don't let anyone who has never done anything tell you anything about yourself. My grandfather always said to me, and this was when I was young, if, as it was in regards to being a performer, but it applies to anything. It's like, if they could do better, they'd be doing it in your place. If the people in the audience could do better, they'd be on the stage and not you. There was obviously some variables to that. But yes. for the most part, in that's, general. that's pretty true. And that speaks I'm, to you guys too in whatever hobbies or professions or whatever you have. I mean, mm. don't let people discourage you mm. and just keep doing you. Yeah. On it, look, listen. I am an international performer. I am a wood and stone business owner. I am a practice, a practitioner of of all sorts of magic. I have backgrounds in many different practices. I'm a Reiki master. I'm a spiritual counsel. I'm many things. You can do all that and more. Just believe that. I know you hear that so very often, so often that it probably sounds cliche, but there's something that you need to know is the ability to believe in yourself and also the ability to call out people that don't necessarily have the same skills and abilities as you. Mm-hmm. Always do it in the hope that they will rise to the occasion. That perhaps you can even become friends and not rivals. But at the same time, have enough respect for yourself. Yes. And um, although I looked into it and we're, I'm not quite sure if it was ever said by her, but the, the quote itself is still something to live by wherever it came from. Um, and I would like to pass it along to you guys. But don't... Don't let anyone... Like he said, don't let anyone take away what it is that you are passionate about. And one of my favorite quotes is, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. And they attributed to Eleanor Roosevelt, debated whether she said it or not, or someone kind of put together different things that she said. But regardless, again, it's a very powerful quote. And it's true. You have to meet someone halfway in that aspect to think that you are not capable of something. So don't ever let anyone dull your sparkle. Don't let anyone tell you you can't do something because you are able to do anything you set your mind to. And that's honestly one of the things I love about what we do is magic makes you feel powerful, but in that positive sense that you can accomplish anything. You can help anyone you want to. You can help yourself. You can affect positive change in the world. So just remember that and remember that we love you guys and thank you so much for being here and spending your time with us so remember there's little witch in all of us and the spirits live in the mirror